Michael, did you know. ever play Free Realms? No, I don't okay. know Ooh. what you people are talking about when you say, Ooh. oh, this game is like Free Realms. It's like a little squirrel, yes. right? Yes, That's squirrel. It. Okay. Kristen, you knew it as like a PlayStation game, which is crazy. I thought it was like a browser bait. It's like RuneScape for idiots or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it came out for PlayStation at one point in time. And that's where I was like, oh boy, <laughs> a free thing I can download on the PlayStation. <laughs> oh. Let's go. Is this one of those like proto Roblox games where they're like, you can do anything? Mm, you couldn't After do a Roblox, whole lot. To my you could do match three games and then pay money to play match three games some more. Is it like uh, the what? Wasn't there a Disney one? It seemed very Ooh, similar. To Toontown? Toontown? Yeah. It's like if they took the fishing minigame from Jack and Daxter and they built an entire <laughs> MMO for children around it. It was pretty awesome. Uh, can I play it without my parents' permission? Ooh, I did. Mm. I certainly did. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Someone's not listening to the adverts. Ooh. We're oh, a family guy here. online family, son. <laughs> but it wasn't uh. meant to be. I played Free Realms. But uh, we're not here to talk about Free Realms. We're here at the XP bar. Everybody, wake up. Michael, wake up. Hello. Kristen, wake. wake up. Wake up. Why don't you put your keys... Up on the table and tell us, Christian. Hey, Christian. Hey. Hey, Christian. What's up? Can yep. you explain the Hitman 3 release situation for us? Please. <laughs> Everybody pull oh, up. No. We're going to sit crisscross, apple cross, and uh, Christian's going to tell us about the Hitman uh, 3 release drama. It's recently got even more complicated. Hell yeah. But slightly less bad right. for the PC folks. They fixed So with Hitman 3 which is coming soon, but is out by the time you're listening to this podcast. We don't know that. They wanted to continue the Hitman 2 functionality, where if you purchased Hitman 2 and already owned Hitman 1, you could transfer all of that content, all of those levels that you had already purchased into Hitman 2, so that you could play the entirety of Hitman 1 inside of the singular hitman 2 client okay wait time out michael hmm. how much sense is this making to you so far uh i don't know i'm at a it's low not, ebb already christian please okay. continue it's it's not wholly okay. like nonsensical was there is there an example of another game series that does this system where it no makes sense? i can't okay. think of one <laughs> very cool okay <laughs> Yeah. So the it's premise is basically I can play Hitman 1 and Hitman 2. Yes. Okay, cool. Precisely. Why, why is that cool? Tell me why that's cool, Michael. Explain it. Take your sunglasses off and tell me why being able to play <laughs> levels from a different game that you probably already own in a different Be game is cool. Tell me. Because I don't own these games. So mm -hmm. I'm looking back as like, uh, ooh, I can get Hitman 3 and maybe do scratch off the old list there, you know. Or maybe Hitman Ooh. 2 adds features where I'm like, maybe this would be fun in mm -hmm. Hitman 1. Mm, yeah, this, yeah. This notion that if you played the Hitman 1 levels in Hitman 3, you would have beaten Hitman 1 is really rubbing me the wrong way. Ooh, That's not a good feeling. That's not true no. at all, Michael. 
Uh, what makes you feel that way, Tucker? What yeah, makes you feel that way in your loins? Because I can't cite an example of where that has ever happened or would be acceptable. It's like if Tony Hawk 3 had like some Tony Hawk 2 levels in it and you're like, man, I love Tony Hawk 2. Ooh. It doesn't okay. work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's a different game. It's a different package, okay. you know? So, okay, then we divorce that argument from it. Now we're still in this area where it's like, maybe I want to go back and try these levels with the new whatever's are bells and whistles added to Hitman 2. I don't know how many bells and go. whistles are added. It might just be a couple of bells, might be a whole, uh, might be a whole percussion set. Who knows? Mm, mm. I don't because I don't play Hitman, but I get the appeal. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I don't. I don't like the the uh, 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 ooh. <laughs> we should do these earlier in the day. The precedent that's being set here, I guess. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is that it's basically like whole cloth. The entirety of the campaign, the entirety of the level, the entirety of all of the like challenges within that stage are all ported over. So it's basically the entirety of the level, cutscenes and all, missions and everything in the new game but with the engine's improvements can i kill gary Busey? Ooh, i think they got rid of the limited targets i think you're i think you're out of luck with that just like you would be if you booted up the original game today (laughs) i suppose right okay fair enough okay so what's going on with hitman 3 christian so hitman 3 they wanted to continue the hitman 2 thing right because in hitman 2 you could carry over all of your hitman 1 levels but there was a whole snafu, right? Because when Hitman 2 came out, when Hitman 2 came out, you could transfer all of the levels that you previously purchased with Hitman 1 into Hitman 2. But all of the progress you made in Hitman 1, all the cool suits you unlocked, all the rad guns, all of the awesome gadgets, you know, that would have transferred over into Hitman 2 didn't. Because they did not include, uh, what's that, progression, the progression crossover into Hitman 2. So if you wanted to progress in a meaningful way and unlock a bunch of cool stuff from Hitman 1, you would have to play through that Hitman 1 content again inside of Hitman 2 because your save didn't cross over. Okay, I have an example. I have an example. This reads to me like someone getting the new Call of Duty and being like, oh, I have to prestige again. Okay. Isn't that what you're talking about? I have to go through the progression again of this game that I bought. I have to play a game to get stuff. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, it's like the execs. It's it's like the same content. It's like they put the same maps in there. And it's like, well, I played through these maps and I spent 200 hours on these maps and mastered them. <laughs> but you guys aren't tomorrow. honoring that. And I have to do it all again if I want the stuff that I already unlocked. So people want the game in the game, but they don't want to have to play the game. They just want the game to be in the game. Sure. Or they can be like, hey, I got really good at playing this level with these gadgets. But okay. I can't play this level with these gadgets. Okay. So I have to play through the whole game again in order to get the gadgets that I'm used to playing this game with. Okay, but uh, it's a different game, but okay. And I'm, yes, okay. I'm not arguing with you, Christian. I'm arguing with this theoretical person who is interested in this. Okay, sure. Okay. You with me so far? So (laughs) we're only up to Hitman 2 at this point. (laughs) Okay. Wait, there's a third Hitman Hitman 2. Yes, Hitman 2, they came out with it. You could put in your levels. You couldn't put in your saves. 
Hitman 3 comes out. They're like, all right, guys, we heard you. We're listening. (laughs) We promise we got it. So we're going to let you transfer all of your progress from Hitman 2. Yes. Okay. You're going to link an IO account to your Hitman 2. And then that account can be imported into Hitman 3. And then you can carry over all your gadgets and who's it's and what's it's and suits it's and suts it's. And star bellied Into Hitman 3. So then you're essentially playing Hitman 3 as a bunch of new Hitman 2 levels. Ooh. Or Hitman 1 levels. Am I understanding this right? Yes. Okay. Yes. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like your save. You're transferring it over. You're like, boom. I'm going to experience this campaign. That's not a good boom. Given all of the things I unlocked. Sad boom. Christian, previous Hitman game. what if I haven't unlocked anything because maybe I'm playing this on a new platform that I didn't play the other games on? Well, hopefully they took that into account when it comes to the unlocks mm. and balancing and pacing and progression. Right. I, I don't know how they could. Because you're talking about either playing the game with nothing unlocked or playing it with everything unlocked. And it seems like people care a lot about having everything unlocked. So I would assume it would have some impact on the gameplay because otherwise yeah. people are just being weird about video games mm. that's never Isn't that video before. games <laughs> um why why do they need to put out like we're sorry press releases on twitter what's happening yeah so so they let you import your saves right progress carryover is in hitman 3 yes so they made the promise early on that they were going to do the thing with Hitman 3 that they also did with Hitman 2, which is that if you own Hitman 1, if you own Hitman 2, you can transfer those levels, those stages into Hitman 3 and play through them in their entirety, campaigns and all inside of Hitman 3. Okay. I'm with you. So that was all fine and dandy until PC port came about. And they put out this page, you know, this thousand plus word article talking about FAQs on how the heck all of this works. And because of the fact that Hitman 3 on PC is an Epic Games Store exclusive (laughs) for the first 365 days. What? Epic Games Store exclusive on PC. No, 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 I heard that's just, that's totally silly, but okay. It is, but... I'm sure IO Interactive, a newly independent video game company, can use the money wherever they can get it. So Epic Game Store slides them a couple hundies under the headquarters. Why are you painting Epic like evil? They're not doing under the table deals with game (laughs) studios. They're probably offering money, though. I mean, oh, I would hope so. They got all that Fortnite money. Yes. So. Hitman 3, Epic Game Store exclusive. And the problem with that is that Hitman 2 never came out on the uh, Epic Game Store. <gasps> Hitman 1 did. Oh. Hitman 2 did not. <laughs> and oh. so because of that, IO put out a statement saying because of circumstances outside of their control, they didn't want it to be like this. But ultimately, <laughs> if you want to play the Hitman 2 levels <laughs> inside of Hitman 3, they will not honor your previous Hitman 2 purchase on Steam because Hitman 2 does not exist on the Epic Game Store and they said it would be too difficult for them to, or because of, 
you know, circumstances outside of their control, sure. they could not tell whether or not you purchased Hitman 2. And so in order to play the Hitman 2 levels in Hitman 3, you would have to buy a Hitman 2 pass mm. through the Epic Game Store. Mm. You'd have to pay additional money in order to play your Hitman 2 levels inside of Hitman 3. Wait. So, okay. Don't these function... Wasn't a part of this that you have to make some kind of like IO account or something that you can transfer into in between games? Or did I misunderstand that? I think that's right. I think that's right. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think in order for your progress to carry over, you have to sign into an IO account in like Hitman 2 or something mm-hmm. and Why those suckers up. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't the IO account just track this then? <laughs> Very good question. I don't know. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. <laughs> I don't. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's confounding and it frustrated a lot of people, especially the hardcore fans who tend to be the vocal minority. And so... You bet your bottoms that there are plenty of Reddit posts and <laughs> Reset Era threads and uh, articles going up about how much of a mess that whole situation is. So I think as of yesterday, they came out and they're like, all right, guys, we're going to make it work. We promise you, you will be able to play your Hitman 2 levels in Hitman 3 if you bought them. We don't know how right now, but you're going to be able to. So calm, calm down. It's going to be okay, even though we don't know what we're going to have to do for everything to be okay. But they said it'll be okay. I don't understand why this is even. Yes. Because wouldn't the, the I, couldn't you track that through the IO account at all? Or, or like, why you is this so. even? I mean, I at know. this point, who's out buying new copies of Hitman 2? Why not just make it a default? Oh, because you want to have your, 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 your progress yeah. or whatever carry over okay never mind yeah i got a work friend who was like like in the month lead up to this he was expressing his anxiety he's like oh my gosh they haven't said anything yet i'm getting a little nervous i don't know what they're gonna do i'm gonna think it's gonna be an io account thing but i don't know if that's gonna work very well and then they dropped the bomb being that they're not honoring your purchase but now they probably are but like this my work friend he like went out of his way he got his gdpr information from io interactive and apparently they know exactly what hitman games he owns and they know what versions of the hitman games he owns so based on gdpr alone they should be able to tell what hitman games he doesn't doesn't own already let me ask one question just one you got one what is the difference between someone who owns hitman 2 on steam and Hitman 3 on Epic. And if he wants to play Hitman 2, he opens up Hitman 2. And if he wants to play Hitman 3, he opens up Hitman 3. What's the difference between that person and someone mm-hmm. who is now happy because Epic said, hey, we'll work out some way for you to open Hitman 2 levels in Hitman 3? Uh, and is the difference only a perceived difference that the first person thinks exists and thinks he won't be or she won't be happy until they become the second person? That is my question. Okay. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It, so the first, go ahead, Michael. It's the progress, isn't it? You want to yes. start Hitman three with your progress from Hitman two. It's not like you're you're just importing Hitman two. It's you're importing your your you know your your save file, your guy. Yeah. You keep talking Michael's, about levels. Yes. It's it's uh, both. You can import your progress and the levels. But. If you if you want to bring your progress over, you don't care about levels, right? Because you already played them to death. So that well, you let's this... say. Yeah. So let's say you got halfway through Hitman 2 
Done. And then <laughs> you buy Hitman 3 and you want to play oh, okay. the Hitman 2 stages and some of the Hitman 3 stages in tandem. Uh, again, right. this is a this is an issue that IO created for themselves. Yes. <laughs> when they came up with this nightmare system. Yes. And Michael asked the exact right question. If I have to make an account, if I have to give you my email address to play this game, how is this an issue? <laughs> yes. I'm in your system, man. Just tap in there and give me my bars to fill up or whatever people are freaking out. You know what I like about Hitman is going around killing people in like fun yeah. ways. And yeah, I played that in the first one and I wasn't like, well, this is dumb. I have to progress. Like, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm lost on this whole thing. But uh, Hitman 3. I get it. Yeah, I think I get it. It'd be like I if own. I played Mass Effect 1. Mm-hmm. And I made certain choices, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I got mm. Mass Effect 2 for a different mm. system. Mm. Mm. And it's like, well, now my choices don't matter. Mm. Uh, mm. You must not have had a PS3. I did not know. I was an Xbox mm. kid. Um, but you're not, you don't want to play Mass Effect 1 in Mass Effect 2. Oh, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely mm. not. So this. The cynic in me looks at this and says, oh, they've just made the exact same game three times. Like nothing has progressed because you can just yeah. it all smushes together. It's all the exact same game, totally. you know, which sucks because mm. it's been what, like five years since Hitman one came out. Yeah. Mm. And now we're on next. They're generation independent consoles. now. OK, they only have so <laughs> much money. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I Because I, I really like the Hitman games is the thing. Yeah. But just not that aspect of it, I guess. But yep. it's a free country, you know, do whatever you want. Get your yucks wherever you want them, people out yeah. there. But uh, maybe we don't need to be like forcing companies into weird, <laughs> you know, we need to patch our game so that the thing, the battle pass carries over. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird. They brought me. this on themselves, man. No, totally. I mean, I mean, it's like it makes sense from a PR standpoint where these games are very, very similar. There's like a feature or two added, maybe. So why can't I just play through the original stages in this video game? That's basically just new levels. And they're like, okay, you can play the old levels in this new video game. That's just new levels. But then they introduce all of these checklists and spreadsheets and account crap that you got to navigate. Totally. Nightmare. Don't want to think about this when I play a video game. Just want to play a video game. You know, am I crazy? Have you played a video game recently? Christian, I've played a video game with the least amount of thinking of things, except it led to a lot of thinking about things because I played Immortals Rise of the Phoenixes on ah. Stadia. Gods and Monsters? Gods Is that what it was going to be called? That's a better name still. This <laughs> name I can't remember. And I never know because his or her, I guess, name is spelled kind of weird, Right. It's uh-huh. not like Phoenix, like Harry Potter Phoenix. It's like, yeah, it's F-E-N-Y-X. Like, sure. It's like your Phoenix. Tumblr Phoenix. <laughs> okay, sure. Yes. Uh, bad name, uh, but pretty good game, Christian. Ooh. Okay. Because you played it too. Yes. Can I, can someone explain this game to me? Because the, the ad campaign around it sure didn't. Mm-hmm. It's Breath of the Wild, Michael, except. But except what do you like about Breath of the Wild? Let's start there. Uh, 
I, I've barely played any of it, but I kind of like the setting somewhat. It's a little boring in some points, but other places just have like mm-hmm. a really good mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. of of like natural space to them. Mm. And then the corks go. Mm. <laughs> you might not like Immortals. <laughs> okay. It's an open world video game. Right, right. Ubisoft, Ubisoft. Yes. You punch Take stuff. it away, Tucker. <laughs> oh, I... I uh, it's it's it is so much just breath of the wild that it's like crazy that somebody can make this video game and sell it for the same <laughs> amount of money right more I'm not or crazy less either. so than so, genshin impact <laughs> yeah the two sides it, the the anime side and the ubisoft side we've got them both whichever one you want yes is is it weird that i don't know anything about this game because i feel like i haven't really seen much about it like i saw stuff about uh um the new assassin's creed i saw the watchdog legions stuff and then it just seems like this game kind of just happened yeah it was sent off to die i think this game uh the way you're talking about christian it almost sounds like it was like a tech demo for this technology that they used for assassin's creed now and they're like (laughs) yeah we built a world and you can kind of run around i don't know punch kick stuff it's fun and then they put it out as a $60 video game. But I only paid $15 to play it, Michael. And I'll tell you how. It's this fun mm. little thing that used to be called Uplay Plus. But now it's called Ubisoft Connect Plus. Mm. That's what it's called. Freaking Ubisoft Connect. No, Ubisoft Connect Uplay. leads to Ubisoft some buzzword plus. Okay. Are you with me? It's $15 mm-hmm. a month and you can play mm. any Ubisoft game. Mm. Wow! Mm. Far Cry Two, Far Cry Two, Far Cry Three, Assassin's Far- Creed Unity. You could play Assassin's Creed Unity if you want it, Michael. But Michael, it doesn't stop there. Oh, okay. Because my computer kind of sucks at this point, right? I can yep. barely shove a 720p Dead Space Three review out the door. But oh. I can barely watch that 720p Dead Space Three <laughs> review. So I, I get you. I understand what you are putting down. Oh, it's not that bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's this thing with stadia now where right. if you are subscribed to ubisoft connect plus service they give you access to all of those games via stadia are you with me so far so i, I am i was stadia! able stadia! i was able to pay 15 dollars to ubisoft Right. And start a month-long free trial of Stadia Pro, and I was able to play Immortals on my computer at a much higher resolution and frame rate and visual quality than I would have been able to do otherwise. And it worked out really, really well. And I can play it on my phone, which I'll never do. That's yeah. That seems like we're we're peering behind some curtains. Yeah. But uh, so what's it like playing this game that was? kind of put out to die on this system that feels like it was kind of put out to die um <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh that's that's depressing yeah well because like i don't i feel like stadia doesn't make stadia. sense unless you explicitly look at it like it's not like the average goer to GameStop or something is like yeah i played <laughs> this on stadia this business proposal makes perfect sense to me the end customer of course <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it works really well though it turns That's awesome. out awesome um it's good it christian you stadia right 
I did it's for like how all you of played... one video game. That's how you played Odyssey, right? I played a little bit of Odyssey, yes, when they were doing the beta stuff. Oh, and then that. I played through Guilt, the oh, Soul yeah. Stadia launch exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And remaining Stadia exclusive, maybe? I think there's two more. Ooh. I think there's two more. I looked into this a little bit. Okay. So I cannot say that I've played through all of Stadia's <laughs> exclusive catalog. Right. Uh, so this... Tucker, you're describing like this crazy scenario in my mind where I can sit down with like an Xbox One controller. Yep. Prop up my 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 little uh, Android phone and play a triple A release. Yep. And it runs better than it would potentially even on my consoles. Yes. Right. Definitely better than your consoles. Unless you have a new one. Why 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 are people not talking about this? That, this, that seems, a, this seems like some kind of dream come true, right? This seems like this is where we want things to go with this this Game Pass nonsense and this. I think people are scared, Michael, mm, mm. of the future. No, I think people, the, the uh, business end of it doesn't work if you care about owning things, which I think people do. Right. Okay, yeah, I'm... Yes, I'm, I've got my record collection in the corner. I'm broken too. <laughs> but not even that. Like, I bought Hitman 3 on Stadia because I had a great experience and I want to play it at like this nice, you know, frame rate and quality. So that seemed like a, because I don't have, I can't find a new console to go buy. It's not even like a uh, sour grapes about consoles. It's like I can't even go get one. So right. this seemed like the next best alternative. Um, but if Stadia goes away someday, and it, like you said, it's kind of like floundering. It's like not doing great. Uh, I mean, it's on their servers. I won't have any way to play that $60 game I bought. Hmm. Plus, I'm paying monthly, theoretically, once the trial hmm. ends, to do so on top of that game. Hmm. Okay. But I think you can kind of eat the monthly fee just because, I mean, you guys pay monthly to play console games, basically. So that doesn't bother me so much. I mean, you're to me, it makes sense, but it's not something I would use as like my primary way to play video games. But if there's a game that comes out and it's the best way to play it, I don't have any issue giving my money to Stadia as opposed to Target or whatever. I guess I just I don't. Like, why bother with Steam then? Because then you own the games until Steam shuts down someday. I don't know. Well, because you have a good computer and you don't or if your computer, if the graph of your computer versus your Internet ever like meets that thing where, oh, my computer's better than my Internet, then it doesn't make sense to get Stadia. Okay, but my Internet's pretty dang good and my computer is pretty dang bad. So, yeah, it makes more sense to play through Stadia online. Because I feel like then I'm in this 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 stadia market as well, and I have to imagine a t- bunch of other people are, and it just feels weird that stadia is like the thing. It's a joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't think it's of the quality where it's like oh, this isn't a joke, but it's like functional and did exactly what I needed it to do in this scenario. So, uh. I love Stadia and insert uh, code XP bar at stadia.com and get Ooh. a month off. I'm joking. Yeah, please <laughs> don't do that. He's this. We don't want to be sued. Mm, 
Play Immortals <laughs> Phoenix Rising on Stadia. So tell me a little about Immortals then. Yeah, Christian, Christian, you tell us. Mr. Platinum freaking did everything in freaking Immortals jerk. Uh, I take it back. I liked Immortals Phoenix Rising a lot. <laughs> it's cool that you did, Christian. Yeah. I don't want you to get worn down by these open world games where you're just like, <sighs> I feel like whenever, <laughs> whenever you beat like an Assassin's Creed, I just picture you like panting and like sweating and you're like, I did it. It's <sighs> exhausting. Press the enter <laughs> button. But you didn't seem that way about Immortals. No, thankfully not. No. Well, it was, it was interesting because going in to this past holiday season, where I was being met with a Watch Dogs game I wanted to play through and an Assassin's Creed game I wanted to play through. The kind of bottom rung of my ladder was an open-world Ubisoft uh, Greek mythology video game the year after I spent 101 hours on a Ubisoft open-world Greek mythology video game. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) So (laughs) I wasn't necessarily screaming for it, but after being... Very underwhelmed by um, Watch Dogs and outright disliking it and being very disappointed by Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Phoenix Rising only rose above the ashes. Mm. Is mm. it because they hid the feathers better? Ooh. Ooh. I think you, you do basically collect feathers. But Christian, um, <laughs> quick question for you. You don't... Oh dislike games a lot mm-hmm. that's a, that's the uh preamble here um yep with watchdogs legion was there a point where you were like sick of it like when did it hit that you didn't like it oh i would say probably after like 25 hours <laughs> okay right around so, there it's okay. like uh don't want to do this for 30 yeah. more hours right okay but i did it anyway okay okay and that's is that in tandem with doing everything in it where you're just like, I don't want to do any of this? Or was it like, I don't want to 100% this game at this point? Both. I didn't want to do okay. any of it. Okay. Okay. Just wondering. Can I ask a quick clarifying question here too, Christian? Sure. I think we had talked about Watchdog Legions at one point and you'd said you had played it on your PS5. Yes. But it was also, it sounded like there were a lot of technical issues. Yeah, yeah, it didn't run well. Um, Well, I mean, it ran fine, but I couldn't put my PS5 into rest mode. Otherwise, it would just die um, if it was playing Watch Dogs Legion or it would crash all the time. It was probably the most crashing I had. But also, so I was playing the PS4 version with the free PS5 upgrade. So how that works is you pop in the PS4 version and then you download the PS5 version from the PlayStation servers and you play the PS5 version. But the PS5 version itself, like on a disc, wasn't released yet. So I don't know if it wasn't entirely intended for primetime or not, because it was not the PS5 version could not be bought from the PlayStation Store and it could not be bought on physical disc in the time frame that I 100 percented it. So maybe it was polished up since then. It just seems weird to me that. You'd think a PS4 game would work really, really well on a PS5. I hope so. I just said that. Okay. Anyway, anyway, that's a side thing. It just, it's, it's weird to me 
that that was the case because logic would, I guess, like common sense would assume otherwise. But anyway, anyway, apologies. Okay, back to to not liking watchdogs <laughs> or liking immortals. Yeah, dude. Did you like immortals, Tucker? Well, I, I didn't one hundred percent like some hey, people. Understandable. Um, I I wanted to like it going in. Yeah, and I did. Oh, it's just fun. It's just enjoyable. It's just got a good loop to it. It's just, I mean, already I'm kind of hitting a point where it's like I've seen these enemies before. You know, I've yeah. kind of like seen this arena you're putting me in before. I kind yep. of know what to do. But there's this kind of constant gradual ramp up of abilities and there stuff so it's kind of like okay. yeah okay you're running around you're going into shrine equivalents platforming yep. and solving yep. puzzles yep getting the items to increase your stamina or health maximum by a little bit yep <laughs> yeah we really it really is just just breath of the wild but greek it Dude, you like go into a shrine and then it's like complete the shrine puzzle and then you get a thing and then you come out of the shrine. And like, okay. What? what are we doing? I don't, I don't know. How okay. can you do this? I don't. This feels illegal. You like climb walls in the exact same way. And it's like. Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can't jump. Okay. <clears throat> or at least mm-hmm. I can't jump. You can only climb or jump off, but you can't like propel yourself upward quickly. Oh, you can unlock an ability to do just oh, that. I kind of figured, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you were like flying around. I can't do that. I can only glide, man. I can yeah, only glide, but that's okay. Abilities. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> abilities are fun. Um, your weapons don't break. Yes, that's a good. <laughs> it is. That's, <laughs> that's just. I don't. That's like Breath of the Wild can never be a great game because it has a stupid thing where your weapons break and it sucks. I'm pretty sure the NPCs in Phoenix rising even like make jabs at breath of the wild because of that. <laughs> Have you heard that dialogue? Tucker? <laughs> no. What, do you, what no? do you think of the dialogue? It's kind of, it's uh people don't like it. It seems like it's weird. Yeah. Um, I like certain parts of it more than other parts of it. Okay. I kind of liked all of it. I don't know. I was like, oh, yeah, this is fun. You like uh, Oracle guy who's just like a druggie, wants some snacks, man. Give me some snacks. Oh, that's one little part of it. I mean, yeah, Breath exactly. of the Wild has like the weird like fangirl, you know, impa mm-hmm. trainee, where mm-hmm. she's like gleeking over Link or whatever's happening in there. Bleak. I don't know. I don't think we need to compare the writing between this and any other game. I think that's fine. Yeah. I like the uh, omnipresent narrators kind of talking about you the whole time. Yeah, Zeus and uh, Pro... Prometheus? Maybe. I already forgot. Yes. Hey! Yeah, well, the one anyways, who's they... chained up and asked to have his liver pecked out because of Zeus. Oh, Prometheus. Yeah. yeah. And I like they do the thing where it's like one of somebody's telling the story and then they're like, no, that's not how it happened. Yeah. Come on. And then it like changes. That's fun. It is. It's like it myth. doesn't make a ton of sense <laughs> no. in the grand scheme of the plot, but it's cute. I don't I don't quite understand the time frame. Are they telling a story as it's happening or they're telling something that already happened? Yeah, I think it's I think it's just happened and okay. then 
it leads up into present day. Okay, gotcha. Sure. I feel like I just did the snake thing, so now I have to shut this podcast down. Um, I just love the character animation. I think is oh, phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so good. You well, like the sprinting? Yeah, where they're like, they're kind of like hauling and they're like f- flinging their arms all over the place. Or like, you, yeah, you summon your, your mount and they're just like, what's And then you got like a yeah. horse. That's awesome. It just feels good. Cool. It's very polished. I like it. It's like a, that's good. No, no, it's just like really cartoony. It's like colorful dude. and fun to look at and tool around oh, and dude. go into eagle vision mode and then like slowly pan your camera around the environment. Yeah. Like figure yep. out what stuff is. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. You play hot and cold with the cursor just like you did in Assassin's Creed Origins and mm, Odyssey. I feel like it worked a lot better in those games or I'm missing yeah. something here because you there's no cold. <laughs> you know it's like oh you're hot yeah. and then mm-hmm. you're not hot and you're like oh you're cold again but it doesn't like yeah. it doesn't lead you towards things totally so you just like spin the stick and just jam on the fine yes. button and you're like yes, yes. I'm finding things i'm finding things you it found the correct good. method Mm-mm. i freaking love phoenix immortals rising dude i freaking love like it's just so much better than these other Ubisoft video games I played in in so many ways. I also think it is better than Breath of the Wild in some marked ways, where it's actually more platformy, which I really Mm -hmm. appreciate. Mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild is a lot of, like, uh, more deliberate. There's not a lot of, like, jumpy jumps across platforms, across chasms. Like, you can do some gliding, you can do a little bit of jumping, but that fall damage will get you bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. immortals phoenix rising you're just leaping and bounding across things you're carefully timing your jumps across um hazards good stuff very enjoyable throughout also immortals phoenix rising is a master class in sequence breaking video games <laughs> i think it's amazing it kept me thoroughly entertained throughout the runtime of the video game and it is so significant that I have not seen another open world game do it the way this game does it. And it kept me entertained than more than the other Ubisoft video games that do not have sequence breaking the way that this video game does. It's insane. Like you go into a shrine, right? You go into a shrine equivalent and there's like a block that you have to push onto a switch. But if you get an ability, you could just make a weight appear on the switch and then move on. Mm-hmm go about the puzzle. Or if there's like this whole platforming puzzle you have to go through, you can have an ability that lets you double jump in midair and glide across the whole chasm. Don't even worry about the jumping puzzle. You just finish the shrine. Done. I love it so much. And then also the story quest stuff, the story quest stuff, right? Usually in a video game, you can't do the story quest content until you begin. You talk to the person, you follow them around and they're like, kill these guys who don't show up until the actual mission starts infuriating, especially in like Assassin's Creed, where I spend a hundred hours doing everything in the map. And then I go and do the story quest and I'm walking through all of this stuff that I already did. And for some reason, a bunch of bad guys spawned here when they weren't there just a little bit ago because the story needs them to be there. And I already cleared out this camp, but now there's bad guys here again because the story needs it. Right. Doesn't make sense. Oof. Why do you make an even why do you even make an open world video game if that's going to be what's going to happen? Why do you structure your story that way if that's how it's going to be? Immortals Phoenix Rising, you can do the story quest stuff completely out of order. You can accidentally stumble upon a story quest sequence, completely do it 
Like there's an item just sitting there, right? It'll end up being a story quest item later on, maybe. And you can do all of the stuff. You can move the items around. You can push the pearls. You can do whatever you got to do, get the item. And then when you're talking to someone for the story quest, you can be like, oh, I've already got this item. Here you go. Why don't open world video games do that? Isn't that the whole point of there being open world video games? So you could do whatever you want, whatever order you want. But that's not that's not the open world video game design we're conditioned to be used to. Phoenix Rising breaks the mold. Preach it. I agree. One hundred percent. And I appreciated that about yeah. Phoenix Rising. Well, that was kind of the thing. Well, that's why everybody liked Breath of the Wild, right? It's like you can go wherever you want and do whatever you want. But I feel like Breath of the Wild didn't really have a progression to it. So I just felt like I was wasting my time a lot of the time because it's like, I'm just getting enjoyment out of this. I'm not actually doing anything. So then I stopped <laughs> playing it. Uh, but this, yeah. yeah, like Immortals, it just feels like there's a lot. You can go wherever you want, do whatever you want, but it's always building towards this like very familiar Ubisoft progression and, you know, yeah. working your way through the bars to fill up and that type of thing but it works yeah. really well i think i like my skills i like my mm-hmm. abilities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like the i like how the equipment each just has like a thing that it does and then you can be like well i do i want this thing or this i think yes. that's smart yes extremely accessible in that yeah. if you have uh items armor weapons whatever that has an ability that you like but a different armor that you think looks cooler yeah. Two button presses and boom, mm. you've got that <laughs> weapons ability and the other weapons look. Yeah. Mwah. Thank you. Thank you. You don't have the crappy Ubisoft stuff where you got to pay yeah. freaking silver or whatever in order to do that stuff. And you don't, if you don't have en- enough, you got to microtransaction yourself to do it. <laughs> I, feel no. like, I feel like uh, while they were working on this game, there would be like a Ubisoft exec that would come by and somebody would have to be like, no, 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 look over here. Don't look at the, don't look in here. We're making a game. It's fine. <laughs> You're probably right. We're making a video this one's game. for kids. Yeah, this no, one's for kids. Don't, don't worry look. about it. <laughs> oh, gods and monsters? No, that's down the hall. We're Immortals Phoenix Rising. We're good. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, wonderful. No, really, like, totally flew under the radar. <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard anyone talk about this game besides no. you <laughs> and me. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on there. But well, I'll, I'll, like, go on forums and it'll be, like, or right around Cyberpunk's release. There was a lot of people trying to be cool by being like, hey, guys, if you were disappointed in Cyberpunk 2077, you should try Immortals Phoenix Rising. It is a great open world video game that can be found for half the price these days, guys. Mm. Talk about a surprise smash hit. Mm. Unlike Cyberpunk, right, fellow gamers? (laughs) That's right. Thank you. You understand. Lots of that. Uh, Major flaw with the game, though, Christian. Hit me. You got to, like, hold the directional button, the heel or whatever. Like, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. Yep, good. yep, yep. Well, you just get your potions, dude. Get your potions. It's yeah. one tap. Yeah. One but, tap. But the, okay, yeah. But the, I think the combat system's also way better than, like, Breath of the Wild <laughs> or Assassin's Creed or Watch Dogs. <laughs> it does feel really good. It's pretty simple, though. It is. But it feels good. And I like the, uh, yeah, where you're like working up the stun meter with certain mm-hmm. attacks and then kind of cashing that in if you want. But it's good when you have like three enemies. So you're like trying to juggle their stun meters a yes. little bit. Yeah. And you can like pick up stuff and throw it and junk or whatever. Heck yeah. That Despite works. being 
simple. It was like, uh, I guess mechanically it's simpler than Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but in practice, it's a lot more complex and you have way more options than you do in Valhalla because 99% of my time in Assassin's Creed was dodging at just the right time. So it went into slow-mo and then stabbing dudes with daggers. Yeah. Over and 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 over. That was the only way to play the video game. And the people's health bars were just slowly drained because that's just how they were because they would scale. Their level would scale, would scale mm-hmm. along with you. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Immortals Phoenix Rising, I can use my abilities such that their stun bar just fills right up. Right. Such I got that. my character built out oh, so man. that I do higher aerial stun damage and higher aerial damage so that like every third hit I'm doing like quint nines, man. We're talking <laughs> quint hits and we're filling that stun meter up and then I'm smacking that ability. Oh, no. I'm charging up my hammer while they're stunned so I can get that full charge in without yeah. them hitting me and I smack them. And then whenever you kill an enemy, they just go flying. It feels good <laughs> they every really time. Do. All all 75 hours of that video game, dude, I was in it. Yeah, I love how they just like shoot off into nothing when you kill them. That's awesome. Because they're That's all time. demons, of course. Uh, and it has a thing where you dodge and you get slow-mo, but it feels really good when it happens. I'm not going to turn does. it down. Don't turn it down. Turn it up. Uh, okay, yeah, the soundtrack's good. <laughs> <laughs> As they say. Um, yeah, in stores now, huh, Christian? available for purchase hmm. so uh, google stadia yeah sure why not is there a, a ubisoft open world action game you have not completed yeah there's there's all kinds there's division one and two there you go <laughs> okay that's kind of odd to me or uh, the first one is i guess that you haven't played yeah. that one hmm. all the tom clancy stuff ghost okay. recon not a okay. one splinter okay. cell not a one Christian, I was going to suggest Splinter Cell 1 as our next soccer game, if that was something you'd be interested in. Hit me up. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. It's got Grimm's daughter. Ooh. Who I thought was a daughter of someone, but no, that's a weird last name from like a Scandinavian country. Oh, weird. So know that going in. Michael! Or Christian, yeah, wait, you have other games. Hit me, dude. No, we got to have a Michael stopgap. Michael! <laughs> Hi, yes. Hello, Michael. Yep. Did not play Immortals. Sorry. It's okay. You're That's winning, okay. son. What have like you been most playing? of the Western world, I did not play Immortals. Michael. Don't you want Ubisoft to succeed? Don't you want them to be one of the top video game publishers and developers in the world, <laughs> Michael? Uh, sure. Don't you, you don't... want to perpetuate cultures of sexual abuse <laughs> yeah, in the totally. workplace? Yeah. I had to yeah. push that out of my I, I love when French Canadian execs are are uh are problematic. Anyway. Anyway. So I haven't actually played many games. I still have this broken mindset where I think I have to beat Fallout 76 for uh review's sake, and boy am I tired of that. Um otherwise I did dabble a little in Monster Hunter Rise Ooh. given that the demo is out there and I had a lot of fun with that. Michael, you crashed the Switch servers. I yeah, crashed I helped crash the Switch servers. Yes. Thanks. Yep, because I played like an hour of Monster Hunter Rise. What's did the pitch? It make you rise? What's that? I'm sorry, I didn't. Tucker hear. wants to know if it made you rise. <laughs> uh ooh. Uh there were 
I don't know mm-hmm. how to follow up with that. Um, Did it give you an erection, Michael, this video game about <laughs> hunting monsters? Uh, it gave me some complicated feelings I need to talk to with my therapist. But Okay, very good. Um, I had fun with it. I don't know. It made me excited for the new uh, Monster Hunter game exclusive to the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, which is which is a nice feeling. It's nice being kind of hyped up for a game, and I feel like that means the demo also did its job. But um, <laughs> yeah, seems a little more traditional Monster Honey compared to World. Uh, everything now has like this this sheen, this this Japanese animation, because now they're basing it off of more of like a feudal Japan uh, Japanese setting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like this new kind of slingshot thing rather than having. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of the, how to word it. It's just like this this like skill that lets you kind of slingshot places. And it feels kind of nice, especially if you're like trying to get out of a bind or something. It's a, it feels like a nice natural addition to the game. Um, I don't know. I had fun. I'm excited. Is it single player or is it also multiplayer? It's also multiplayer. Got I it. I believe. Um, it feels like have- a natural next step. It feels like a step, like a natural next step from world toward oh. maybe toward uh, 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 traditional Monster Hunter games, but how you'd want to make those in a post Monster Hunter world environment. Whoa. If that makes sense. They're working backwards, I see. Good. They're working backwards, but in a way that doesn't lose the accessibility. Oh, okay. Huh. Is how I feel with it. Is it? Is it the same loop where you got the hub area, you pick your hunt, you do your crafting, you eat your meal, and then you go do the hunt? That's pretty much the Monster Hunter loop in general. In this case, um, in the demo's case, they don't even have the the hub world yet. It's it's more you have one of two monsters you can hunt or some training stuff. Okay. um, They're still out. But the impression I get is that it's going to, that's pretty much the Monster Hunter formula. It's the same loop. Uh, same weapon sets which was kind of surprising to see as well but a little weird on the switch i don't feel like the switch in general is like an er- like a ergonomically sound mm. system <laughs> mm-hmm. like it doesn't feel like it plays like you'd want a video game to play especially something <laughs> where you you kind of need snap motions true like you need to be kind of moving like you, you it, it it doesn't feel like like the like the switch as a as a mechanism doesn't feel like it play like it's meant to be played <laughs> meant to be playing games like that. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah. Sa- same like it's the same feeling I get with like trying with Breath of the Wild sometimes. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like it's it's really nat- like it doesn't feel like it fits naturally and like your butt your hands are moving. Mm-hmm naturally it feels like you have to kind of stress a bit to hit some buttons that you shouldn't be stressing to hit while a giant monster lizard thing is trying to shoot water at you or whatever well michael you're an adult man the switch is for little babies that's why (laughs) little tv buttons yeah it's like you little chiclets it's like yeah um (laughs) sure Sure, and I'll I'll talk about that with my therapist as well. But uh, I don't know. Otherwise, it seems like it's it's a fun next step, and I'm excited for the new game. Is there a dog or like something? I remember <laughs> yeah, seeing like a yeah, dog. They added, the they added puppers. They added the puppers. Day. 
Okay. Uh, the idea being that there was this like riding monster feature in Monster Hunter World that didn't really feel natural to use, at least not from my perspective while playing it. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of just added that as like a natural, like as like a as a feature. And like now you have your your pet friend that you can, um, like your your other pet friend because you still have the cats, you still have the palicos. Mm-hmm. And it kind of fills in where it kind of fills in if you don't like have friends you're playing with. It kind of mm. helps you move around the map a lot quicker because it's not a whole lot of fun to really jump into this game and then have to sprint across the map and just kind of ignore it. Like it, it, it makes that kind of like traveling a little yeah. more manageable, it feels. Speaking of the traveling, is it like world where everything's seamless and interconnected or is it like the old ones where we're segmented? It's it's like world where everything's okay. kind of connected. You're not Got like no hitting zones. the edge of this uh, this corridor and then it loads into the next corridor or anything Got like it. that. Um, monster designs are fun too. I don't know. Ooh. It was a fun the the battle like the two fights I had. One was just kind of like a, a generic. One of them is just kind of like a generic easy fight, and the other one's like a crazy crazy monster design. And it was fun, and it made me feel giddy in the way that some of the higher level monsters in Monster Hunter World can make me feel. Oh, it was good. I don't know. Any familiar faces? Any Rathalos teases? Mm-hmm. Rathalos is there. Well, at least Raytheon. <gasps> Raytheon is there. He's not one of the target <gasps> monsters in the demo, but he sure is on the map. Yes. She, she sure is on the map. Mm-hmm. Raytheon's the female, I think. Yes. Yep. But I don't know. It was fun. I'm excited for the full game. Here's my question, Michael. Hi. Hi. Over here. Over here. Yes. Hello. Yep. Yep. In the back. Yep. Um, I don't like Monster Hunter. No, no, Hunter. the other guy in the back. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, no, no, just scratching your nose. Okay, okay, Tucker, what were you going to say? Oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't like Monster Hunter at the end, bye. No, I don't like Monster Hunter, but I got World, but I don't, I'm not interested in this at all. Do you know why that is, Michael? Can you diagnose my issue here? I don't think it's a game for everyone. Well, I don't know. Right. I don't think world was a game for everyone, but it, for some reason there was like this zeitgeist around world where everybody was like, Oh, monster hunters. Awesome. And now I feel like this would be their opportunity to, you know, drive that home. But I'm just not, feel, this just feels like another monster hunter game to me for some reason. Am I misreading the, the hype around this game? I don't, cause I don't think I do. Cause I think world did get new players into the series, myself included. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if if maybe maybe uh, a Japanese nonsense game is necessarily something that that they're hoping to market to a Tucker, but I think they are hoping mm. to market to a Michael, and I think they yeah. succeeded. Do you put World in that same bucket of Japanese nonsense game? Like, how do you mean? Which well, bucket are oh, we talking? I mean, we talk the Japanese nonsense bucket. <laughs> Yes, because like you, you were saying this is more like feudal Japan inspired. Like, is this going more in the anime direction? And subconsciously, that's driving me away from this game. I've never actually seen any <laughs> footage of. Um, I don't know if it's subconsciously driving you away because it doesn't feel as like hammed up as they could if you wanted to. Sure. If yeah. you really wanted to play that up, like it doesn't feel any more or less. And on all honesty, it doesn't feel any more or less like a. a a Japanese video game with Japanese video game tropes than world did. Okay. It's just that now there's a little more of like a, a 
like like now characters are ninjas woo it's pretty and some of the music is more like <laughs> cure some flutes <laughs> I, don't Michael, I don't know if pr for monster hunter is <laughs> no I'm, I'm not i don't i, I i'm glad i get what you're not. saying though man but like it's it's it feels like another accessible monster hunter game but taking sort of a step toward traditional monster hunter games and also it really underlines how the switch is maybe not the best system for these kinds of games sure just because that controller does not work i think it, it feels like a little more of a, of a strain to make it work yeah but they're not easy games to like you're not just like mashing one button there's like a lot going on with the yeah 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 and it sure doesn't help when like all those things are governed by the the Y's and X's and A's and B's <laughs> up in the top right that yep. are removed from the movement from the, the your your Joy-Con sticks or whatever. I know exactly what you're talking about, Michael. Believe me. My I guess my my question overall is just where do you think the impetus is coming from to make this more like the games that weren't as popular? You know? Like why are we why are we moving more towards this niche again when world came out and kind of opened up this world of monster hunting i see what you did there and flying from the ashes monster <laughs> hunter world phoenix rising um monster hunter rise i Ooh. i don't have an exact answer because it at face value it does seem kind of strange but at the same time, I also don't think it's like wholesale stepping that way. It just feels like yeah. they're maybe taking the lessons from World and adapting the other games to like adapting, the, taking those and applying them to an older, an older formula, which wasn't without fans for what that's worth. I don't, yeah. I don't really get the impression they were ever truly niche games, just maybe not as popular. Yeah. Japan loves um, them. I know, like they were. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah, they sure yeah. do. Mm -hmm. Hmm. but uh it is like it is weird to me that why like it's strange to me that we are coming out of world which is arguably their their biggest game in the i don't think even arguably like it had the farthest reach it was definitely the most accessible oh, yeah. yeah um i know a lot of classic players seem to prefer the older games to it they would my brother included mm -hmm. but um so maybe that's some of the calculus here it is weird to me that they would follow up world with a switch exclusive of all things, but boneheaded. <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's a little yeah. strange, but it also seems like there's a lot more Nintendo X Capcom happening with monster hunter in general. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a legacy there for sure. Yeah. Hmm. And now I get amiibos. Rip. Uh, oh, but I don't know. That In all actuality, I'm not sure what the, the the logic there is. It doesn't feel as like I don't know because it does like playing it. It doesn't feel inaccessible. It doesn't feel like you're you're playing a niche game. Yeah, it feels like the natural next step from <clears throat> world, I guess, in a way. It but. It just feels like when world came out, people were talking about world who weren't monster hunter people, and mm -hmm. now people out here talking about this game are monster hunter people and maybe yeah. some of those people are now monster hunter people because of the world but it feels like mostly it's yeah. just like the monster hunter people yeah 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 yeah. 
and it's driving me away from this game which i'm sure is fine. which i think is fair yeah i mean i don't think if you if you if you didn't like world i don't think you'd like this one either it was, but, um, it was fine i don't you see because i the impression i've gotten from talking with my brother who's way more in tune with some of this stuff is that there's like a that that what was kind of left on the cutting room floor with world was kind of not as and it's a lot of late game stuff that even i don't want to get my head around yeah because there's like a there's like a, a late game there's like playing monster hunter and then playing monster hunter <sighs> and and I, I, it gets a little more involved in a way i'm not the biggest fan of but yeah. uh it seems like that's where you're you're finding a lot of the details um but i don't know when does that come know. March-ish? March, May? I think, yeah. March? Yeah. Sure. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. 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 Anything else? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, like, like what Soul did for me is just jumping into another, like, not as lush environment because I don't think they're able to pack as much, like, textures and, and, and world design into a Switch like, the way they could a PlayStation or an Xbox One. But uh, it's like it's like a beautiful environment. I sat down to get my to, to go fight this monster. It kicked my ass because it's like spinning around on water. It's like this water dragon thing. And it's it's like skating across the map and shooting these crazy water beams at me and wow. bubbles. And it's like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm enjoying it because there's a lot of colors and a lot of a lot of like crazy ways it interacts with the environment. It doesn't feel to- like totally out of place in the environment um so that synergy is still there i don't know stuff i liked about monster hunter world is there so did you see the movie no i didn't i don't think anyone saw the movie okay because it's only in theaters in the middle of a pandemic okay just check them i heard <laughs> it was also, okay sure <laughs> Mila jovovich is in it michael yeah yeah cool i'm i'm glad that they decided to make a theater op- only opening in the middle of COVID-19, but hey. Hey, it worked for Tenet. <laughs> no, it did. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, it feels like they kind of just want this thing to die. Yeah. I'll report back. Uh, <laughs> Christian! Oh, boy. What's going on, dude? Well, speaking of Switch controllers being hard to hold... <laughs> and Joy-Con sucking. Um, Go on. A couple days ago, I got this thing, right? This peripheral. And I mm. now have like more Switch peripherals than I have for any other console, I think, period. Mm. But I've got a Hori Switch Pad Pro, right? Mm. Because <laughs> despite playing through, you know, like Paper Mario, Mario Odyssey, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Cuphead, and Yoshi, and Octopath Traveler, and Luigi's Mansion, and like four mm-hmm, Steam World mm-hmm, games, and mm-hmm, a bunch mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, Mario Maker 2, and a bunch mm-hmm, of Smash Brothers, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. in handheld mode with these bad Joy-Cons. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Paper Mario was kind of like the straw that broke my back, where I was like, I played that largely on a TV with a Pro Controller, and having to play any of that with Joy-Cons just broke me. So I got the Hori Switch Pad Pro, which are like these... <laughs> It's like they they split a pro controller in half and let you just slide it onto a switch. Hmm. So okay, it's basically like full big boy controllers on each hand for the hmm. switch. Okay, and 
it took a little getting used to. I want I I slid those suckers on and I'm like, hmm, there's mm. a weird disconnect there, you see, because I I don't know. There's this I'm very used to playing things portably. You know, I've grown up with DSs, PSPs and what have you, Game Boys and having like the controls very close to the screen creates like this certain intimacy and connection with the video game I'm playing, you uh. see. Hmm. and sliding on these giant controllers that like make my hands get slightly further away from the screen created a little bit more of a disconnect that I had to get used to. But I think I have gotten used to it courtesy of playing through the original Super Mario Bros. and Super Mario Bros. Lost Levels on my Switch in a sitting. Christian, hmm. the thing you were just saying is like one of the craziest things I've ever heard someone say. Continue. <laughs> okay how so i you uh um it's the switch is intimate because your hands are there yes okay all right that's fine very close to the screen you see yeah right. it's not that weird intimate. i get i get it coming from like years of ds and game boy advance those are yeah. intimate because you're the only one looking at the screen though they're not intimate because your hands are there <laughs> But like everything mm-hmm. is so like because it's all so close to you, like you are looking at your like you can see your hands move as you look I don't at the like screen. That. I don't like Ooh, that at all. Yes. I need to be immersed in Paper Mario. Maybe seeing <laughs> your hands will immerse you more. Okay, well I'll give it a shot. Experience, <laughs> that is. But uh, okay, so your your hands are vacating the premises, and they're farther away now, and it's less intimate. Uh, but dude. you played a Super Mario Brothers. Oh yeah, feels so good. D pad on that sucker, thumbs up. Well, yeah, it has thumbs a thumbs way up. It does have a D pad. Thankfully, Sucks. oh, I hate the directional switch. buttons. I know, I hate those directional buttons so much. Not a fan. Not uh, a fan. They made the the console the. Selling point is it is a controller and it's one of the worst controllers for any <laughs> console. I don't understand. I think because they needed some kind of they needed joy. the ability to be able to they needed the ability to detach the Joy Cons and they yep. could be their own independent Buttons. controllers so you can play two player with friends. Uh-huh. Like you had to you had to uh-huh. take all these dis- different functionalities and somehow make them work in one single little package. So mm-hmm. there's going to be tension. And then but yeah, the put... answer makes a weird yeah, the 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 answer seems like a very very weird. Uh, it's it's not a good controller system. I know, it's not but good to play. I complain about the Switch Lite every single episode, but then <laughs> they're hamstrung by having to do that while also taking out all of that functionality. So now you have these stupid controllers that don't come off the thing, and they have a D pad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forward progress. Anyway, Chris, and how how is your experiment in in uh, long distance relationships with your Switch going? <laughs> Good. Okay. Good. It went well. Playing through Mario was fun. Uh, I was just like, yeah, let's boot up Mario. It's on Mario. Here, I guess. Uh-huh. Do you guys have a? Do you guys have Ooh. a Mario game that you play when you're like, ah, screw it, I'll play Mario? Which Mario game is that for you? Hmm. For me, it's Super Mario World. Amen great game michael i've only ever played one mario game to completion so i have no answer luigi's mansion <gasps> two <laughs> uh mario typing um no uh, galaxy 
Oh. And I don't have any way to conveniently go back to play it whenever I want. But it's a fun game, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like games with hub worlds like that are less viable in this scenario Mm. for some reason. I guess Super Mario World also has a hub world. But you're only going to each level once type of thing. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense to me for like a, I need to play Mario right now where it's just like, okay, I'm busting through these levels. This is good. Yeah. Galaxy has so much, you know, accoutrement. Yeah. Feed the Luma. Yeah. 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 But isn't that like every major Mario release after a certain point? Yeah. Odyssey's not like that too, too much. Because hmm. it's all in the level with you. Mm. Hmm. Odyssey's really good. Odyssey would be pretty high up on my list of that. Ooh. If you had like all the levels online. I don't know. Are you talking about like I want to play a Mario game? I'm gonna play through a Mario game? Because that would probably never happen for me. Nah, I just dink around with one. Okay. Yeah, probably Odyssey. Yeah. Hmm. Get all 880 of those moons, bro. <laughs> no, that's not gonna happen. And then do it as Luigi. Yes. Green Yikes. stars. Um <laughs> what what uh you said the lost levels you also played yeah is this your first time playing them it was yes okay okay how'd that experience go game's a dick yeah game's not nice no it's weird Mm -hmm. because it is extremely rom hacky like that game was ahead of its time when it comes to people just like getting tile sets onto a ROM and then slapping together something that's just a dick over and over again and then making you play it. This is this Mario 2 Japan version? Yep. And then they brought it. Okay. Gotcha. Exactly. Gotcha. Hmm. It's exactly what it is. It had poison mushrooms. <laughs> sure. Is is uh this the f- how does that work? This is an NES game, right? On your Switch? Yeah, I played the uh, Mario All-Stars version. Okay, so there is no NES version? There is. Um, I think it was actually the Famicom Disk System is what it came out on in Japan. Okay. And I think people have since like made repro carts of like an English ROM oh, onto an NES cartridge. Weird. I love that. Yeah. I love that eating itself video games like mm-hmm. backporting. Okay. Love it. Totally. Yes. Okay. But yeah, you played, I played the Super Nintendo version. Okay. Of both games? Of both games, yes. Gotcha. What do you Isn't think it, of the that uh All Stars version of Super Mario Brothers? I don't know. It's weird. I feel bad for liking how much more colorful it is. Yeah. It's more colorfully, but also yeah. That whole package like made the remaster conversation that we have every time a remaster comes out now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, happen mm -hmm. like way back when I imagine where people were like, these physics aren't exactly right. This isn't correct. You're not faithful to the Mario brothers. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Kids these days don't even freaking know the real game. (sighs) How bizarre. But when you go underground, it's like, yes, yes, really good. Good Mario music. Got like a breakbeat going on in the background. Mm-mm-mm. Michael! Hmm. If you were going to play any Mario game, what Mario game would you play? Any hmm. at all? 
any Mario game, they sit you down in a chair and they say, you've played Mario Galaxy, but play any other Mario game, you have to. Odyssey, probably. Ooh. Okay. I don't know. I don't no, know enough fair. about the Mario canon to know what the actual correct answer is. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with the one that I actually kind of want to play. So yeah. it's Odyssey. There's no Mario canon, Michael. There's no Mario canon at all. Except in Sunshine. I that. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> um... It is weird to me that Mario is like the most successful video game franchise and it doesn't like come to mind easily like, oh, you should go play these Mario games. I guess that's what they were kind of trying to do with that three pack 3D Mario thing going on. Mm. But mm-hmm. I don't know which game I would be like, play this one. Yeah. Except World because it's awesome. Yeah. Super Mario Bros. I find seems pretty ubiquitous. Like I can walk yeah. up to a middle aged person and be like, hey. Super Mario Bros. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. But, it, you know, 1-1. One, one. Like, it's not like, yeah. like yeah, I haven't beaten exactly. Super Mario Brothers. Like, yeah. Exactly. Hmm. That's got to be the game people have played the most at the fewest number of people. Oh. Good point. You very well might be right. Like, how many people have seen the end of Super Mario Brothers? Nobody oh. except this guy. You, Christian. <laughs> well, once you get to the end, then yeah. Princess says, do it again, except harder. And then it turns into star levels where the platforms mm. are slightly slimmer. Mm. Is that true? Yes. You could be I making all that, that. This is This is some freaking playground tall mm-hmm. tale going on right here. And Lost <laughs> Levels does the same exact crap where you get to the end. It's like, do it all again, except harder. And I'm like, what? It was already no. hard. And they make it even harder. And the game's Dude. even more of a dick. Dude, like you can be like naked and you can smoke drugs if you beat it four times. And then if you press A next to the truck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mew is under there hanging out. Yeah. It's awesome. My uncle works in Nintendo. Yeah. He said that's not true. What? It's true. <laughs> um, Hitman 1, Christian, as we oh. sail off into the sunset. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with Hitman 3 coming up. I said, all right, <laughs> no. I should probably play a Hitman game. So I started with Hitman <laughs> Codename 47, the 2000 okay. original right. classic, only released on the PC personal computer. Oh. Why that didn't game you, is, go ahead. Why didn't you import what? these levels, Christian? Why didn't you just play it in Hitman 3? Hmm? Hmm. Ooh, very good question. Hmm. <laughs> well, part of me is, you know, I'm like talking to people. I'm like, hey, you play Hitman 1? They're like, no, but like all the levels are in Hitman 3. And then I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, why yeah, am yeah, I playing yeah, Hitman yeah, 1? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitman 1. So ah, we can't. We can't call Hitman the 40th Hitman game. Hitman 1 as a society. We need to move past this. We can't do it. I'm sorry. Hitman 1, codename 47. <laughs> Thank Released in the year 2000. Bad cover, like bad CG, oh, Toy Story bad. looking cover. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. That game is insane. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what they were going for with any of that video game. It was a different time, Christian. It was a much different time. It came out the same year Deus Ex did, which is mind-blowing. Sure. Which is also <laughs> the same year, like, Diablo 2 came out and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. That's crazy. That's harder to wrap my mind around. Is Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Do you start out in like a like a uh, like a laboratory or something? I feel like I played like yes. maybe the first level. Okay, sure. Okay. You absolutely do. Yes. Okay. I didn't remember that because courtesy of Game Tap, 
Mm. <laughs> the video game subscription service of the early aughts. Pre-Stadia, you yeah, know, yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, Hitman Codename 47 was my first Hitman. And I remember just like being very frustrated by it because I couldn't understand what the heck I was supposed to do. Same. And then I got my hands on Hitman 2 Silent Assassin. Much better. Hitman 2 2002. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this is my game. I'm just going to shoot people and have some fun. <laughs> Wee! You can't do that in Hitman Codename 47. Because mm. if you shoot once, like everyone's on your bald butt and mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. are dead mm. in like two seconds. It is bonkers. So as a result, you can't really slip up. Otherwise, you got to start the whole level over. There's no checkpoints. There's no saving mid-level. None of that. It's just you got to play through the whole level beginning to end before we let you move on. Yeah. That sucks, especially when you know exactly what you want to do. I want to take out this guy. I want to put on his disguise. I want to drag him in this corner. And then I'm going to go X, Y, Z, do A, B, C, D, E. And if the AI like sees you in some situation where they usually don't see you or for some reason one gunshot they hear this time triggers them all for some reason that I don't know why, then the whole mission's over and you start all over again and then you do it all over again and try again. That's not good. That's not fun. Hmm. Hmm. That was kind of Hitman 2 also in a a way, if you were as bad as I was at that game. Yeah, sure. I think there might be mid-game saves depending on the difficulty you play, uh, mid-level saves. Okay. In Hitman 2, which would be nice. I'm very much looking forward to that. But also the tone in Hitman 1 is so weird. What are they going for? Because it's like silly sometimes, but then it's also like weird, sinister thing. Because there's like this undertone where you're this Hitman, but you have a mysterious past. And like Mm. there's these interstitial cutscenes of like uh, stuff in your brain, like memories suppressed memories Mm. of people talking about we created the perfect the perfect assassination machine he's wonderful he is our number 47 he's going to do great things for us and then you um go to columbia and you're running around with natives called indians and then you find them a gold statue and then they all worship it and you hold it above your head and they all bow down to you because you found their gold statue they're like, thank you, thank you. And then they're like, the drug lord is that way. Oh, and then you okay. run and then you fight the drug lord, but you don't assassinate the drug lord. The drug lord is a boss fight where he runs around his office. And then every time you shoot him, the game pauses so that he can say his line of dialogue. And then you shoot him again. And then the game pauses again so you can say his line of dialogue. And it does that 10 times until he exhausts all his lines of dialogue, regardless of what weapon you're shooting him with. And then he just dies in a Hitman video game. It was, it was yeah. But then the mission yeah. right after that, you have to assassinate two people in a hotel. And that is just rife with assassination opportunities that are absolutely wonderful. You can disguise yourself as concierge, sneak into the rooms, grab a master key, get into one of the rooms, climb across balconies in order to get inside, shoot the dude in the shower. And then you sneak back out and then you find a dude in a sauna and you turn the sauna up to bake him alive. Mm-hmm, Mwah! Mm-hmm, the level mm-hmm. right after that is great. What is this video game? Mm-hmm. You have a boss fight against a drug lord who says, say hello to my little friend Mm, and then shoots you with a machine gun while his table is full of cocaine. And then (laughs) immediately afterwards, you're just assassinating people and having a grand old time. Now, postal. 
Yes. Something seems weird to me here in that this is sort of the image I've always had for Hitman, (laughs) I guess, Mm. including the new ones. Like every time I ever see anything about them, it always makes the game seem way sillier than maybe it actually is. Totally. I don't know if if maybe I'm reading the wrong websites Mm. or something. I don't I don't know, but it it is interesting. Yeah. It seems like this is the same thing with the new ones, and I don't like like they don't seem like they seem like the intention is is that you can be silly with things. Yeah. Enlighten us. Shooting Gary Busey or whatever. Totally. Please enlighten us, Tucker, as a man of the hit. Oh, yeah. Well it yeah, like that hotel thing you're talking about sounds like it could be in Hitman three. Yeah. So it's it's wild that I mean I think what happened probably is they realized that was good and they brought that mm-hmm. forward and then they left all these other things that sound like very much of the time yeah bad video game things. <laughs> like the thing you're <laughs> video games are so awesome that the thing you're describing that was bad in that description was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, video games got it of that era, sure. Yep, got it. Okay. Totally. And then you're like, but there's this cool thing. And it's like, oh, what if we made a series about the cool thing? Because Hitman 2, I remember mm-hmm. being kind of awesome with like the yeah. set pieces and the assassination stuff. Yes. There's one yes. where you're just like in Russia, I think, and you just yes. have a sniper and you're just waiting for people to sit on a bench oh, in the square. Yes. Yeah. It's just like good assassination type stuff. So that's good. Uh, I don't. You might agree, Christian, having just played it, but I don't think anybody needs to go back and play Codename 47, right? Unless you want no. the deep lore that's going on in this stupid series. <laughs> yeah, deep yeah. Lore. my understanding is that they took all the good parts, made them better, and put them into Hitman 3 contracts. So yeah, I, I can't imagine why there would be any reason to try and get this thing to run on your PC. <laughs> right. And if you do, the HUD is like itsy bitsy, teensy yep. weensy tiny because it's not meant for this kind of screen. Oh. So if you want to squint, play Hitman Codename 47. What's the what's the uh, gold standard before this reboot? Was it Blood Money? Is that the one everybody likes a lot? Yeah, I think okay. so. I think okay. that's the one. And that's also weird because I was looking at a bunch of like uh, coverage for Hitman like two, three and four because they put out an HD trilogy, right? For Hitman's. Oh, yeah. Um, two contracts and blood money and uh i was like watching reviews and reading reviews and like a lot of people were like well these are three games but clearly outdated and inferior to hitman Mm. absolution oh god the new video game and now my understanding is that it's the exact opposite where everyone's like hitman absolution freaking sucks yeah nobody (laughs) nobody and blood money is freaking amazing (laughs) right well, that was where they like tried to like modernize it, and it's like yeah. in Gears of War. Yep, or like Splinter Cell at the time, where you do execution shots. Yeah, shove his head into a urinal. It's awesome, Grim's yeah. daughter. Yes, <laughs> you don't have to play Hitman Codename Forty Seven. Michael is a man on the outside looking in. What mm-hmm. is the one Hitman game that you think that you would play? <laughs> probably uh hitman question. one the the reboot uh, no yeah. it's hitman one in hitman two in hitman three Russian nesting dolls oh, i only games. need to buy one game no 
Three games, two games. We don't know by the pass, Michael. Put the levels <laughs> in the pass and then pass yeah. them on to three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. The the new ones seem fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like when they were bit when like the series first came out, there was I had no interest in them whatsoever as a yeah. as a as a younger lad and uh hasn't changed. I don't know. Mm. Prior like I haven't actually played a Hitman game. My only experience with them are the movies, which seem like a horrible first oh. experience for the Hitman games. I'm pretty sure the video exists of you and Christian playing a level in Hitman 1, maybe. Oh. As part of our Christian series. Mm. No, I don't think that was me. Okay. Dang it. I thought we did one each. You, me, and Kyle each did a level. I know me and Kyle at least did. Yeah, I don't remember doing this. It wasn't like... Didn't you and Kyle end up in a room and people kept coming into the room yes, and you were, okay, good, 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 good. Yes. Okay. That, that, that experience was very enlightening. I must, yeah. I was clearly not playing the game correctly. I must go back right. into the Hitman origins and understand the franchise so that I right. can properly play the reboots. And then you have to watch both movies. Precisely. Ooh. And read the novels. I think there's two really- novels. Really get in the mindset, really, really get into an appreciation as to what's going on. Really take in every detail. Mm. You got to get like a poster of Timothy Oliphant, put it on your wall. Like, shit my head. Barcode's on your neck. I get Uh, this now. Christian, please don't watch the movies. Both of them are horrible. Oh. Live your life, Christian. You're playing bad video games watch bad movies. No, no. Have have at least like a cutoff point somewhere. The cutoff well, point, I, Michael. We've already determined the cutoff point, Michael. Do you want to know what the cutoff point is? <laughs> What's the cutoff point? The cutoff point is anime movies based on the Dead Space lore. Yeah, okay. There we Which go. Christian did not watch. There we go. Okay. Okay. I That's watched one of them. Not this. No. Not the, not the other one. Christian. I saw okay. a clip on YouTube and it looked terrible. There's. I watched Dead Space Aftermath. Okay. <laughs> it has. <laughs> 3D CGI animation as a framing device that okay. leads into uh, 2D hand-drawn anime sequences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 3D mm-hmm. animation, complete garbage. Mm-hmm. 2D right. hand-drawn animation, surprisingly mm-hmm. solid. Mm-hmm. The one I saw was not solid. I don't know which one I saw. It was like a doctor, and he was like, no, I didn't do it, I didn't do it! And then like <laughs> the lady was like, "Home, huh, what's going on? And then she dies. Ooh. It was pretty bad. Uh, okay so it's weird to me though because then by this logic i could ostensibly still get christian to sit down and watch the yakuza live action movie but i wouldn't be able to get him to watch hmm kill one hmm the dante's inferno anime film (laughs) dante's the halo anime collection yes Huh, Christian, I think at the point where we're recommending you anime movies, it's probably time to yeah. go to bed. Woo. Hmm. Michael. I just want to put it out there that the, the Halo animated collection has some pretty OK shorts. OK, that's where I draw the line. We're cutting this off. Michael, <laughs> okay. have a good night, Michael. No. Christian, uh, can I at least have my keys back? I need to get the car home. Well, my friends, it's time to close. We hope that you enjoyed the show. 
XP bar. 